Have you ever experienced planner peace? It's a magical world in which your planner actually works in your favor. You refer to it regularly and it saves your life. You know, like kinda. Well, planner peace truly does exist. Let's talk about my 2020 planner lineup. Welcome to Ask Andrea, a podcast about home life, working smart, and being a crafty babe. Hi, I'm Andrea. You probably know me online as Retro Hip Mama. I own Retro Hip Co., a company that runs on vintage-inspired creativity and a good balance of hustle and rest. I design and publish Retro Hip Magazine and create content all over the socials as a reminder to women that our creativity is important and should take up space. I'm so excited to chat with you and answer all your questions. Let's rock and roll. Most of my life, I've flitted from one planner to another, weekly horizontal to weekly vertical, letter size, happy planner, A5, my own planner pages, perpetual lists, everything under the sun. And you know, they all worked at that time in my life. They may not have lasted long, but they did their job in that season. October of 2018, I was introduced to the Fringe Planner. Kelly Bangs and Susanna made in Mojave uh, raved about the paper quality and the minimalist design. Kelly had hers with her uh, when we were together, and I thumbed through it to see the structure. It actually made my heart sing. The color palette was non-existent and not distracting. There were no designs other than the lines and the days of the week. It had two-page monthly view, a monthly task list overview, and then two pages of weekly spreads. But it was spiral. And oh my gosh, I swore I needed rings to be able to move things around. But I was in love with this planner. And when you're in love, you do whatever it takes. (laughs) So quick story time. When we got home, I was still thinking about this fringe planner, and apparently they aren't available online. You have to scour office supply stores like HomeGoods and TJ Maxx for these planners. They were hard to find, to say the least. And I had tried all of these places. And my last attempt, I went to Staples and I looked through all the planner sections and found nothing. As I was walking to the front so that I could leave, I stopped to browse this like smaller display because it appeared that there was like an entire fringe product display up front in the front of the store, like not with the planners. It had all these kinds of trinkets and and things on the higher shelves, but I made a beeline for anything that looked like it had a spiral and was the size of a notebook. At the very bottom shelf, turned upside down, was my 2019 Fringe Weekly Monthly Planner. It was mine, and I immediately texted Kelly the news. Um, turns out I didn't actually need rings or the ability to move things around. It may have actually been causing me to do too much in my planner and therefore not use it as I needed it. Either way, I fell head over heels in love with it and 2020 was much easier to find and I only had to hop over to a TJ Maxx, uh, while I was actually on vacation with Kelly and Suze again, um, in the middle of 2019. So let's break it down. Each month has a tab, and within the month, the first page of each month is an at-a-glance page. It has simple lined sections for goals, birth dates, anniversaries, and and that's on the left column, and then a checklist of to-dos on the right, and a note section at the bottom. For this, I use for business, and I actually end up whiting out the anniversaries and birthday sections, and I write in my own categories. I actually write, I take all three categories out. 
Um, the top one I use for membership tasks. The second one I use for magazine tasks. And the third is the podcast episodes listed by number, topic, and drop date for the month. I use mild liners to color code each section of my business and carry those colors over to the weekly spread and onto, you know, that's on the next page. And, and those colors stay with those parts of my business. The boxes are big and open, lots of room to write. Um, the only thing I would change is I would love to have lines inside those boxes just so that I was always making sure that things were being written straight. Um, but I will live. Uh, there's a slim column on the left for notes, but I wipe that out also and use it for my expenses. So things that come out of my business account every month, I write them here along with the dollar amount and the day of the month that it comes out. I just like to have a visual of what's coming out, even if it's repetitive. On the monthly boxes, there's a lot of holidays pre-printed along with the moon phases. So I white out any that don't apply to me. I just prefer a less cluttered feel and I don't need to know when there's a half moon. It just, I don't. Um, so, uh, then I begin making check boxes for the events like due dates, um, launch emails, any meetings, um, work related things, the box itself. And sometimes the actual item gets highlighted based on the section it falls under. Like membership is yellow. Magazine is aqua podcast is red. Other items do get written in too when applicable, like a birthday will be purple or they just stay uncolored. The next pages are two-page weekly horizontal with lines, which is super helpful. For the last few months, I haven't been using the weekly pages though. For me, I can't guarantee which day of the week things will be worked on. And a lot of it would be a repeat of the monthly spread. So right now I'm pepper clipping those together so that they're kind of closed. And I use the at a glance and the monthly spread. And that doesn't bother me that I'm not using the entire planner. Um, I need to just know what works and use that. And what works better for me right now than trying to put things into a specific day of the week is my next analog essential, which is my task pad from Shorthand. Shorthand is a stationery store in LA that Susanna took me to. Uh, it's, it's a top spiral notebook and it has task boxes and lines. That's it. It's actually called a task pad. And it looks like those vintage task pads from like back in the day and it is perfect. It has nothing else. There's no place for a date or a title. It's just a checklist and it is amazing. The way that my workflow is right now, I need to look at the week as an entire list of tasks, but they aren't tied to a date most times. It's a running list of things that need to get done this week. Uh, I make a list for personal business house stuff and I keep one separate for work and client tasks. I check things off as I go, and if there are things that need to be carried on to the next week, they get transferred, and I rip off the list, and I toss it. The benefit here is being able to see the list at a glance and having it separate from my calendar or my notebook, because I don't always have those things with me all the time, but that task pad is small, and it can kind of come with me from place to place. Not, not that it leaves the house. I'm just saying from like desk to couch, <laughs> where the places that I work. Um, sometimes I need to see all three, all three, blech, sometimes I need to see all three things at once and flipping the pages around to write notes 
or see the calendar um, or to see my tasks. It just was becoming really annoying having to like flip to the week and then flip to the month. Um, So if I just have them separate, it just works much better. Hey babe, quick news break. The newest issue of Retro Hip Magazine is available and you can get your own copy right now. Start out at retrohipco.com slash shop and click on the full issue thumbnail. From there, you can purchase the digital version by adding it to your cart and downloading it immediately after checkout. If a professionally printed version is more your style, then find the link to blur books within the magazine description and purchase a beautifully colorful issue for yourself and they'll print and ship it directly to you. Retro Hip Magazine is designed for and by creative women. It comes with vintage flair and a modern twist. Every issue includes crafty inspiration, digital printables, and leaves you feeling happy and inspired. Grab yours today at retrohipco.com shop. My third essential is a basic fringe notebook. So same maker as the planner, but it's just the notebook. It just has no paper inside. And it can also be found at places like HomeGoods and TJ Maxx. They are easier to find and you just kind of have to live with whatever cover designs are available. For me, I typically have mine folded open to a page and it's it's rarely closed with the cover. Um, you know, it's really rarely closed. Um, but I do have a really cute teal one right now. And then I just found a gray one, a black one, and a brown one. So I'm actually kind of divvying those up between um, like my work, like for my job. And then I'll have a new one for 2020 for my business. Um, So it's nice to just kind of have the checklist The the paper quality is really great. um, And the just, it's just a notebook, but it's soft. It's a, like a soft cover. um, So it's not like heavy or hard um, in your bag or anything like that. So this is where I keep all my notes and ideas, detailed checklists for like very specific projects. Um, Like when I'm on my second or third round of proofing of the magazine, I will go through the magazine page by page and I will list page one, checkbox, what needs to be done. Um, You know, so that's where I keep that kind of stuff. And, you know, it also has a running list of podcast topics um, that I want to get out or expand upon, Um, crafty party ideas, future magazine brainstorming. I will just kind of dump all kinds of ideas onto a page, and then I refer back to that later when I'm designing or coming up with the topic list um, for a future magazine. It's just the place that all the fun stuff can get out of my brain and onto paper. And finally, a new babe in my analog life is the 2020 Maker's Yearbook. It's new to me, and it's actually, as I record this episode, it's actually in the mail. Um, So I haven't physically seen it in real life yet, but it's a planner, but sort of, but sort of not. Not really what we think a normal planner does. Uh, This feels more like a business planner and tracker for content, sales, goals, end of month reviews. And yeah, there is a calendar component to it. But from the pages that I've seen, it feels more like a business planner tracker. So I recently, (laughs) it's early and my tea hasn't completely kicked in. So the words are a little difficult this morning. I recently ran across this beauty on Instagram. It just 
looked pretty, right? It just looked pretty at first. And I am a sucker for good marketing. And it just, it, it kind of just jumped out at me. And I had seen it. I had seen the sponsored ads a couple of times and kind of just scrolled by. But for whatever reason, it stuck with me and I, I clicked on it. Um, which means it's doing its job. And clearly I'm the target market, target audience for it. Uh, so I, I was really happy to see that they showed like full-size pages of some of the content that was in it. Like um, it has things like um, monthly check-in pages, things that you can keep track of like social media um, content. Um, what are some of the other things? Like it's hard to remember because I'm talking about something I haven't really looked at a whole lot. And so I'm just having a hard time remembering. Anyway, I really liked that the fields were easy to just quickly write something in. It, it, it has the feel of like the concept of power sheets, but with much less heart work, which I'm really thankful for because I couldn't, power sheets were very difficult for me. I felt like I had to dig way too hard and I am not I don't really like doing that. Um, so it's got this same kind of thing where you're prompted, um, but they are simple. They're to the point, like what kinds of things, um, what kinds of connections did I make with my audience this month? Like, wow, I can easily answer that. It asks things like something like about sales, you know, like what kinds of things did really well this month? Like those are the kinds of things that as a business owner, I've got to know. And I can't just keep it in my head and I can't just go, oh, well, I think people did so such and such. I think people really liked this. Like you've got to know your numbers, but it's not like boring and stuffy like a spreadsheet. Anyway, the fields and prompts are really simple and very to the point. It's specifically for babes with maker businesses. And I feel like I need a place to kind of work on my business versus only doing the tasks. Um, I'll for sure keep you updated on how I get along with this new tool. So that's my lineup for this season of simplicity and grace. I have embraced having different items that are for different functions. And I've embraced the spiral life like who knew? I also wanted to point out a few things about how you can determine the best planner combo for you because it may not be a single tool and it's definitely not a magic button. So number one, take note of the format you enjoy most. Do you like discs? Do you like to be able to take things in and out like discs or rings? Or do you like spiral where you can just flip and things are just kind of in there so that you know where they are and you can just run with it? Um, what's number two, what's a good size for you and your needs? Do you just need a pocket planner for like reminders and appointments? Maybe you need something a little bigger, like a classic A5. So you can have multiple, multiple views, like, um, a daily view and a weekly view and a monthly view. Maybe you need something like large and in charge. Um, but you have to figure out what has worked for you and what has not worked for you previously. And kind of like, I wish I could make a quiz or something to like narrow down, <laughs> what, you know, what would work. Um, I've looked and I haven't found anything. Anyway, number three, think about design. Um, do you like pages that you can decorate or that are already pre-designed for you? Do you want something that 
can split up your days or your weeks? Do you just need one good, good, like monthly overview and a place for tasks? So these are the kinds of things you can ask yourself and then you can go try to find planner systems that work for you and not you trying to adapt to a specific format. That's where I always went wrong is that I was always trying to adapt to a format and I needed to figure out how I needed to work and then find something for that. And that's okay to do. And it did take me probably, you know, two to three years and probably hundreds of dollars to figure that out. And it'll probably change. Um, We all know that the possibilities are endless for this whole, you know, planner kind of thing. Um, And we've all been through the like, hate my planner phases. But when you find something that works for your current season, just embrace it. Um, But know that it might change and you got to embrace that too. While my analog lineup is always right by my side, technology plays a huge role in how I do business. So next week, we're talking all about the things that digitally help my life. Um, So meet me back here, and I hope you have a super week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ask Andrea. If you like this podcast and the stuff we chat about, please consider heading over to iTunes and leaving a rating and a review. You can also screenshot and share the episode you're listening to so other babes can join the conversation. I appreciate you so much. You can also hang out with me on Instagram at RetroHipMama because I'm there a lot. And you can also join my email list. As an email subscriber, I keep you updated monthly on all things RetroHipCo and you get a fun RetroHip magazine sampler when you sign up. Head over to RetroHipCo.com slash news.